Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. As Hi, mom. As going? always, I'm fabulous. You started answering the question even before I asked, how's it going? Well, because you asked the same question. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are going to be talking about Baking Me Crazy by Carla Sorensen in today's mini episode. But first, mom. At this instant, what do you really feel like baking? Right this instant, what do I feel like baking? Probably bread. I, I like to bake breads. Mom does like to bake breads, and she's pretty good at it. Um, maybe do cinnamon you, rolls, something along that line. Yeah, we are recording on Halloween Eve, Halloween Eve. night, um, on the night of Halloween, and um so that might be affecting our choices something a little cozy um i am gonna go with banana bread mm, i do love banana bread yeah um so there you go that was my question for today <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about baking me crazy by carla Sorensen. this is the first book in the donner bakery series and the first release that came out in the Smarty Pants Romance Universe, um, which is books, series that are loosely tied to Penny Reed books. She's got, there's a couple series that are attached to the Knitting in the City series, and there's a few that are attached to the Winston Brothers series. Um, this is one that is attached to the Winston Brothers series. So yes, here is... is the description that I wrote. What? 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 It's crazy, crazy talk. talk. <laughs> oh, geez, we're like the same person. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. <laughs> Mom and I have been uh, hanging out too much, I think. Okay, so here's the description that I wrote. Uh, Levi Buchanan is cursed. Well, in a sense. Turns out the family curse that he thought was absolute fooey is true. Because sure enough, as soon as he sets eyes on Jocelyn Abernathy, just like all the men in his family before him have done with their wives, he falls in love at first sight. When Levi takes his shot, Joss turns him down, not ready to start dating and instead just needing a friend. So for five years, Levi is just that and her best friend to boot. But per the rules of Levi's curse, his feelings for his friend don't diminish and he's been waiting patiently for his window of opportunity. When Joss begins crushing on a new guy in town, he feels like that window is closing and his worst fears are coming true. For Joss, she's only ever seen Levi as a, her friend, almost a brother, really. But then he starts acting different, and she can't figure out why that is making her start to notice new things about him, like his dimple and his forearms, and how she really can't imagine her life without him. So, Mom, what did you think of <laughs> Bacon Me Crazy? Ellen, I really liked this book. Just shy of love, but really liked it. Okay. Um, did I love this book? Yes. Yes, I yes, did. Yes, you did. Um, this book later references Marie Kondo and her whole philosophy of sparking joy. Um, here's the thing. This book sparked just the most joy ever for me. 
So Marie Kondo would have to pry this one from my dead cold hands <laughs> to get it away from me. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting because as you're going to see when we get to the listener comments on this one, it's quite the mixed bag. And honestly, I was shocked because I just loved this book so much. Flame, flame, flames. Uh, sorry, I went on to Madeline Kahn mode there for a second. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just loved it so much. And um, I'm shocked that I don't, and you know, maybe this is just the kind of book I've been needing for these past few weeks where, you know, other books have not been resonating with me. I think I just needed a light, frothy, little confectionery. <laughs> little romp. Yeah. I um, really liked it. I, I, I can't point out anything. I didn't like it because of this. I, I really liked it. I just, it didn't quite... Um, resonate. Yeah, it wasn't a love for me, but it, like I said, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I and like, I mean, you you know, because when I was reading, I read it ahead of you, which does not happen very often. It does not happen often at all. <laughs> and um, I kept texting you. I was like, you need to start this book. I love this book. I need you to start <laughs> this book. I love it. Well, and maybe that was part of my problem. Maybe you built yeah. it up so much that I kind of was, oh, it was okay. You know, oh. maybe I went into it expecting more than. Yeah, that's fine. That can be my fault. Um, I'll blame okay. you. Okay. I know you will. What did you think of Joss as our heroine? Um, I like Joss. She kind of irritated me sometimes, but I think that was just part of her journey as the whole. Because um, she was the same way. She was the same way with her relationship. And I'm surprised they didn't bring this out more in the book. But her relationship with. Levi was very similar to her not pushing herself to to walk more. And the whole thing about her being so comfortable in her chair that she didn't like, you know, the change of trying to push herself to start walking more. And her thing with Levi was pretty much the same way in that she was so comfortable being his friend that she didn't want to push it. Push the more, boat too much. Push it into another realm of relationship status and um so i get kind of frustrated with her about that but i think that that's the whole point of the book was you know her her journey through that yeah and you know i think another big part of her journey is she's a little prickly sometimes i love that he calls her sonic because she's a prickly little hedgehog who wheels around <laughs> like a bat on hell i thought that was really funny was um funny. and uh, yeah, so she's a little prickly. And I like what his mom says about her, too, where, you know, she's got a lot of fire in her. It's just that sometimes she uses that to keep things away from her as opposed to using it to, you know, fuel and motivate her. Right. And, um, but yeah, I, I loved her and I did, I did like her journey and, I'll tell you, because going into this book, I did not know that she was going to be in a wheelchair. And um, I don't know that I've ever read a heroine in a wheelchair. And um, I I really liked that 
I really liked getting to see that because I think it is it was kind of what gave her some of her more prickliness and um and I think that that's a role that is usually reserved for the heroes and um so I liked that and I just thought that the representation and um kind of getting to see her perspective um was cool and I just enjoyed spending time with her um yeah I I I liked the character and you know if anything this was one of those you know grumpy heroine with a yeah with a little bubble gum of a hero who we're yeah pretty beta hero um the the whole dynamic of Green Valley was interesting I kept trying to figure out save it okay sorry Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a whole question devoted to that. Okay, never mind. Um, but, and the other thing I need to say about Joss before we move on from her is I really appreciated her forearm appreciation because... I have to agree because <laughs> the arm porn is real. And <laughs> it is so real. <laughs> and it's not a bicep thing. It's a forearm thing. It's a forearm and, thing. Gosh, darn it. Yeah. People always like, um, you know, what what feature do you, are you most attracted to in a guy? Is it his butt? Is it his pecs? Is it his biceps? And I'm like, no, forearms. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like Popeye. You yeah. just got the <laughs> cool. Popeye very weird forearms. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, whenever they talk about a guy rolling up his sleeves and mm, mm. darn it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay. What did you think of Levi as our hero? Mm. If you say one bad thing about him, I'm going to have to reach <laughs> through this camera. I loved Levi. I thought he was a sweetheart. He was just so, he just, your heart broke for him because, um, and I did cry at the part where, um, you know, he's, he picks her up to go to dinner and then, you know, everything falls apart. And that did make me cry. But I um, teared up. Yeah, I didn't cry full on, but I did tear up a couple times in this book. Where well, I was, I was just reading like, it like three in the morning. So, yeah, I always yeah, get more emotional when I'm reading in the morning. Yeah. In the wee hours. But um, I just loved Levi. I thought he was just a sweetheart from the get-go. And um, his whole... Uh, just trying to get her to come around and trying to be so careful with it because he knew if he did it wrong, she was not going to, it yeah. wasn't going to work. And uh, But then he got that job offer and he needed it to go a little faster. And Here's one of the lines where I cried over Levi and how sweet he was is um, she's talking about how clean his apartment is. And she's like, you're like the cleanest 23-year-old ever. And he says, I'd never do anything that makes it hard for you to be here. And I'm like, Levi, why are you so sweet right now? (laughs) Well, and that's why I was kind of frustrated with her when she was like, are you sure you want to take all this on? You know, Mayne Herner. And it's like, he already has. He's been yeah. doing it for five years. And he I got was, his apartment all set up. He, I mean, he's done everything to make it easier for you to be with him. Why would that be, you know, different now? And I love just like anytime he sees like any impediment for her, he's just like, I wonder if I can talk mom and dad into 
letting me take out that door. <laughs> I wonder if I, if I change my shower, would it be weird? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like anything. He's just like, I must make life easier for her. Um, yeah, I, I just loved him. He was just so sweet. Um, here's what, I mean, I think we've, we've definitely talked about this before. I don't know if I like friends to lovers more than enemies to lovers, but I'll tell you what I love is unrequited love, (laughs) especially, especially for the guy. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was just so heartbreaking. And I love that he was her little champion, like all the time, but he wasn't ever one of the pitiers, right? Right, right. He always was just pushing her to, you know, be the best that she could be. And he always knew that she was capable of even so much more than she knew. And um, he just wanted to, you know, make the world a better place for her and other people with disabilities to live. And I just love him for it. He's just such a sweetheart. He is a sweetheart. I I would agree. I concur. Um, What did you make of his curse, the family curse? (laughs) Um, That would be, it would be hard, especially, well, especially when they started talking about his other, like his brother whose wife wasn't great. Yeah. And um, then his uncle who didn't, you know, who's got divorced. Yeah. And, you know, and then she said, well, maybe it only works in Green Valley. Maybe Buchanan's have to get married in Green Valley. He's like, oh, my gosh, you're right. <laughs> She's, yeah, I'm a genius. <laughs> I was like, see, I really appreciated that part of of uh, Joss because it reminded me of something I would say. <laughs> yes. I'm a freaking genius. <laughs> that is something you would say. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I um, I thought it was fun. Um yeah, I thought, you know, I don't know how much I buy into it or not. I think it's probably more than anything just one of those things where they're just wired a certain way to. Yeah, yeah. When they meet someone, they fall, you know, hard and straight away. Um, but it's I like thought those it, vampire books we read. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but I thought it added a, you know fun little element to it. I agree. And I just loved his, I loved um, how his family interacted with her too. I forgot to say that when we were talking about him, but I, I loved did too. I loved, and, and that she felt so accepted and. Yeah. Well, and she felt more comfortable with his family than even her own mother and things like that. Okay, mom. In the beginning, Joss describes their relationship as this. She says, it's brotherly love. Annoying. Want to punch him in the balls from time to time. I never worry about wearing a, a bra around him. Uh, makeup is wasted in his presence. I don't care that I've bawled my eyes out watching Old Yeller or that I got rip-roaring drunk on the fourth anniversary of getting sick, then puked all over his bathroom in front of him kind of love. So isn't that also just kind of like normal love and not just brotherly love? Yes. Yes. Um, there's different, yes. Yeah. Is the answer to your question. I just, I think I read that and I was like, because I knew I was reading a romance novel, I'm like, uh, homegirl, that's also (laughs) just love. 
Um, but I think she's a, a bit young to realize it. And I think it's easy to, like you were saying, get caught in the motions and not want to step outside of, right. You know, your comfort zone. You don't want to ruin how comfortable this, this relationship is. Yeah. Um, I really liked the moment where Sylvia asks Levi if he treads more carefully around uh, Joss's emotions because of what she has been through. Um, I just thought it was interesting to kind of address the unconscious actions we can take around people that are maybe different from us. Um, What did you think of that? Did you think that he did do that? And just that general messaging up and then just the general messaging about Joss and her disability and things like that. Well, I think he was extra careful with her feelings. I don't know if though, if it was because of her chair or just because of his feelings for her. I think a lot of it was, um, he just wanted life to be good for her and didn't, you know, yeah, was I careful it- around her because of, you know, he didn't want to spoil what they had. Yeah, and Sylvia, she says, like, if she were standing on her own two feet all the time, would you have waited, you know, six months before you asked her again or, you know. And um, I think it's more, it's not because she's in the chair, but it's because of kind of the emotional turmoil that she's undergone. Right. Because of being in the chair. and Or her illness. Yeah. And I don't know if you can quite separate those or not um but yeah and and then I think he also had a certain degree of he didn't want to ruin it because they were best friends and like he did love her so much that he was just waiting for that moment to come along where it's just like oh yes this is so obvious and yeah that doesn't always happen that way. It was interesting because even after, like, they got together and he would be talking about the day they met and how he remembered every little thing. And she's like, I don't, I don't even remember it that way. So she couldn't even say, oh, yeah, I've loved you all the time, too. I mean, it what it never even came to that, which, yeah. I, which I'm glad because that would have made it seem a little more trite. But, um, well, there know, wasn't... never... They never really explain. She never really explains exactly when she realized that she loved him. But yeah, well, because it, you know, when it was happening, it wasn't as monumental of a day for her as it was for him. I mean, he realized right. he like fell in love with this girl like, that this is day it for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas she was just like, oh, I'm meeting this guy that ends up being my friend. But I did really like the the thing where she's thinking through stuff and she's like oh he's so good looking and probably he's never been turned down for a date and he's never you know life has always been great for him and then she's like oh wait he has been turned down for a date by me i turned him down for a date (laughs) yeah it's like yes girl yes yeah um what did you think just kind of of the general messaging around joss and her disability i thought it was great i thought the book handled it really well i thought um well i don't know i Obviously, it's not something that I struggle with, but I thought it was handled really well. And, um, you know, it makes, I'm sure all physical therapists are really hot guys. So <laughs> <laughs> we have a really good friend that's a physical therapist. So that's funny. 
And he is a nice looking man. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think what I liked the most about it is I liked how she kind of talked about not even just what it's like for her necessarily, but what it's like for the people around her and interacting with the people around her and the, you know, the pityers and the, I don't remember the what blinders. the blinders. The blinders, yeah. And um, I don't know, Just it just kind of got me thinking about, you know, how, which one am I? And right. How do I react when I see someone in a wheelchair? And Yeah. And um, so I just, and like, you know, how her mom handled her and how she didn't always appreciate how her mom handled her and, and just kind of, I don't know. I thought it, I thought, I thought Carla Sorensen did a good job of handling and it looks like she, from her acknowledgments, it looks like she had um, like a sensitivity reader uh who she was kind of bouncing ideas off of and um yeah i just thought that it was handled really well um what did you think of the conflict which is really two parts because i would say the first conflict is um him telling her that he loves her (laughs) well like admitting that he's had feelings for her for five years um and then the second conflict is him telling her that he needs to move and he wants her to come with him. Um, I didn't, I wasn't fully on board with the first one. I kind of understood the second one where he just kind of pulled this out of left field. And it's like, well, if this had been going, you know, if this was even an option, why didn't you at least mention to me that you, you know, saw these football players that you really liked or, you know, got to go have this interview. It is weird that he didn't, ever bring that up that seemed a little yeah that he never even mentioned his trip to seattle especially because yeah so much time had passed yeah Yeah. and they'd been pretty chummy in that during that time yeah yeah they had been more than chummy i i would yeah so i i kind of understood that one i could see where she's like you didn't even mention this to me and this is like a life-altering thing and yeah but um you know, and he would have had a little more time to bring her around probably if, if you know. Because he could have yeah. told her about it and said, look, this is probably not even going to happen. It's probably not even a thing. But at least she would have had that niggling in the back of her mind. Yeah. Um, the other one I wasn't fully on board with because she obviously had feelings for him too that she wasn't exploring. And to get all upset about it, I don't know. There, okay, so there are some listener comments that say that they think some of the conflicts are res- resolved too easily. I think in the case of this first one, we would be upset if it wasn't. Because right. I think the thing with that first one is she's, I think her biggest hurdle there is that she is upset that it seems like their friendship now has like were you just playing me this whole time were you just trying to get me to which i mean i don't know that that would be my go-to reaction well, especially to that after five years i mean if he had been friends with her for you know a couple months and then said oh i've been in love with you all the whole time then you might say well have you just been like trying to get in my pants this whole time is that just you know yeah. the end game here but he played it for five years. I mean, that seems like you would cut the guy some slack and say, wow. 
you must really be, yeah. you know, carrying a torch if you've been doing this that long. Yeah. But, well, and uh, I like that he kind of calls her out and he's like, you know me. You know that I, I wouldn't be that untrue for that long, you know, and right. play the long game like that. So that one gets resolved fairly quickly. I think well, I, I think. It was like five days that. Yeah, and I think that, if anything, what I could have used in that segment is just more of her thought process because we kind of just see her, I don't know, like, we kind of see her thinking about it and then we see her show up at the wedding. Right. And I think if there was some, like, aha moment for her that we got to witness, I think maybe that would have been more satisfactory maybe her conversation with joy that was supposed to be do we know joy from another book have has no but okay well i kept thinking we do but then i kept thinking well maybe i'm just thinking of joy nash who does who reads the audible for all (laughs) a penny so hold on to that girls we're gonna talk about joy in a second um and then in the second conflict i think the second conflict is handled well and I think it's handled well. Paced I like that well. it gave her a mom. I gave her mom a chance to kind of come in and and show her, you know, colors. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. So like I, that. I liked that because otherwise her mom was kind of a non-entity in the story. Yeah. Um, so well, and I was really worried that her mom was going to be like, "No, you can't leave. You're not ready." Da 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 da. But I like that her mom was like, "No, you need to get out there and live your life." And see. I had a hard time having a hard time. I had a hard time having a hard time with how young they were. They kept bringing that up, but it's like, okay. So I was 20 uh, and my husband was 21 yeah. when we got married. So <laughs> 21 and 23 is not anything, you know, I don't feel that's out of control. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, saying you had a hard time with it. And I'm like. No, I'm saying I had a hard time. I, w- I had a hard time having a hard time with that. Like everybody in the book was having a hard time. Not With how young they were. With how young they were. And yeah. I did not have a problem with that because and especially like they said in the south that's you know the normal. average age yeah right <laughs> you know most of their friends were married and had babies and so um i liked i liked the resolution to the conflict too i like her i like him coming home and just seeing her sitting on the you on know the driveway, driveway with, with bags. that was cute i could tell something was was up when his mom yeah. kept sending him on errands but um get things yeah, so I, I thought, you know, with, with some caveats to the first conflict, I thought that they were handled well. Um, okay, Mom, now you can talk about this. With this being the first book in the Smarty Pants Romance world, what did you make of the connections to the Winstons and Green Valley in general? Was it fun? Was it distracting? How did it hit I you? liked it. I liked it being in the Donner Bakery because we've had a lot of interactions with the Donner Bakery. Um I would have liked Jennifer to have been like maybe some like a sounding board for her more because Jennifer just kind of pops in and out, you know. We never really have any interaction with Jen at all, and um, it would have been fun if she had like called her on some stuff and helped her through some of her things. Yeah, but it must be weird though, as like another writer to write another writer's character, and yeah. I get that. And um, and so I think they all. I think I bet they all use Penny Reed's characters pretty sparingly. And and just as very... Peripheral. Like, yes, very peripheral, which is exactly how they played out in this one. And yeah. um, 
But it is fun just to think of Cletus being there and Ashley being there. And- I did like Cletus walking in on the vibrator discussion. Yeah. <laughs> that was that funny. That was funny. And he turned around, walked out, <laughs> and Joy was all embarrassed. Well, and it's just fun, like, you know, to talk about these locations that we know from the other books, you know, um, that pop up. And, like, they, he goes to da- Daisy's Donut yeah. shop and things like that. Daisy's Nut House. Um, and so just things like that was just like, oh, it's just kind of fun. Like, it's kind of like a fun cameo. It's kind of like the Nick Fury of the Pennyverse, you yes. know? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, just, you're right. They just are like cameos in the, in the story. And so it's like a tangent yeah. character. Um, I did like her mother's, uh, discussion with her about how you're not attached to Green Valley. If you were attached to Green Valley, you would know everybody's name. You would like everybody else. You would, she's, but, but you don't, you're, you're not attached to Green Valley. So figure yeah. out what you're attached to. And, um, I liked that, you know, way of thinking for her. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. I thought that the side characters in this book were great. So who else do we need books for, from for this crew? Well, I, I didn't. <laughs> okay, this is my weirdness. I never read ex- excerpts from an upcoming book if they're at the end of a book I'm reading. So I and do. I know, I, know it's, <laughs> I know it's Jackson James, but I didn't know who the girl was. Right? Is that right? No. What are you talking about? The excerpt front at the end. It's not Jackson James. Oh, it's not. No, Penny Reed is writing Jackson James book. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. Um, okay, I then I, I was just glancing through names, you know, looking for names in there. And okay, so from what I can tell so far, none of these people that are in this book that you are thinking, oh, they're getting a book, have a book that has been announced. Okay, because so I thought the cousins would be getting a book. So I, I'm thinking the cousins, Grace and Grady. I'm thinking his brother is going to leave the wife and come back to Green Valley. And I'm blanking on his brother's name. And Joy. Here's what, I, here's what I'm thinking. Hunter? Is, was his brother's name Hunter? Yeah, I think it was. Here's what I'm thinking is going to happen in this smarty pants romance world. Is that I bet some of these characters, I bet Carla Sorensen writes all of the titles for... And maybe they've already talked about this somewhere and I just haven't read about this. And so you guys are all like, yeah, duh, Ellen. They've already said that like 18,000 times. And I'm like, sorry. (laughs) Um, But I'm betting Carla Sorensen writes all of these books for these people because I'm thinking that they are creations from her brain. Um, But I'm wondering if they show up in different series within. As peripheral characters like the Winston brothers did in this one. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying because. They were saying Grady might come back and do, like, a camp. And so I'm thinking he might have his book in the, like, Park Rangers series in Smarty Pants Romance. And maybe Grace has hers somewhere else. And... Okay. Are you following me now? I am. So they're all kind of intertwined. Uh Uh-huh. But maybe not all specifically in the Donner Bakery series. I'm betting Joy's is probably... Um, that's just my, my prediction there. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm 
I'm on board for seeing all those yeah, people get a book. I am too. And it's kind of a fun way to weave all these stories together. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I loved how in love with Cletus Joy was. But I think she's more in love with how in love Cletus is with Jen than like Cletus as a person. She, yeah, I think she's not in love with Cletus as a person as much as she is the idea of Cletus. A guy who fixes things for you. A guy who, you know, just does things without being asked. A guy who, uh, I don't know, because she just thought it was all so romantic. Um, yeah, I think she's just in love with the idea of Cletus. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I really just loved all the side characters in general. I loved, Mom, this is the moment that I highlighted just for you because I was like, this is mom right here. Um, I loved Sylvia when she's like, uh, when she's all, you knew that he's been in love with her this whole time. And he's like, I thought you knew because of how often you dropped really not subtle clues. And she's like, I wasn't trying to be subtle. And and Levi's like, yeah, no shit. I I am all about the non subtlety. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought she did a really good job of like fleshing out all the side characters, which I think just makes for a much more fun book. I agree. Uh, um, okay, mom, let's talk about sex, baby. They did have sex. They did. They really made up for lost time there towards the end. Yeah. Cause it was like. Kind of a slow burn and then bammo. It was slow burn. It was really sweet and innocent. And then it was like, do it. <laughs> Especially she was like, just do it. <laughs> I loved, I loved like sexy physical therapy. Like, let's hope that I never have to get physical therapy done because I will only be thinking about this thinking book. Thinking about that. <laughs> and I loved when he's like, I'm not going to have sex with you for the first time. Or it says, I'm not going to make love to you for the first time on this ugly yellow mat. (laughs) And she's like, okay, well, where's it going to be? Where are we going then? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think what I liked about the sex scenes in this book in particular was they were having fun. It was, you know, and I think it's born of the fact that they were such good friends, you know, that. So true, Ellen. You're so wise. Shut up, you. Okay. What? What? (laughs) I've been telling mom, you guys, because mom will say, like, I love you, Ellen. I can't ever compliment you or anything, and you always think I'm, like. (laughs) Because she always says things, these things, sarcastically. I just sound sarcastic because that's just the tone that I always have. (laughs) It's it's Uh. bred into my voice. Yeah, she's the worst. Okay, what was your swooniest moment? Oh, see, that was a hard one. I, you know what? Probably at the wedding when they're dancing and then kissing and then he's like, no one's even watching. And then everyone starts yelling and applauding. I thought that was cute. Okay, so I have a lot of honorable mentions. But for personal politics, I have to go with the bouquet of Twizzlers. Oh. <laughs> Every time they talked about the Twizzlers, I thought, oh, Ellen. <laughs> Because here's the thing, you guys, I hate red vines, and I am firmly in the camp of Team Twizzlers. So the fact that Joss was also strictly Team Twizzlers, um, I was like, power to the people. Um, (laughs) 
And so, yeah, I really liked that. Um, I also the wrote... The bouquet of flowers was cute, too. Yeah. The, um, Which was from... Mom, do you know the movie? Um, well, it had Will Ferrell and... It did. Maggie Gyllenhaal, and it was called Stranger... Fiction. Stranger Than Fiction, yeah. Stranger Than Fiction. I, I remember that. And so I liked the bouquet of flowers. That was really cute. I liked the whole scene at the pool. That was good. That was good and kind of turned See, up See, and that's the... where she was like, she was getting into it too. And I was like, girlfriend, you need to, if you're sending these kind of signals or feeling those kind of feelings, you need to not get all upset with him when he starts telling you about his feelings. Yeah. My other honorable mention, it starts off really well, ends horribly, but their first date and just how sweet he was. Like, yeah. have I told you how beautiful you are? And like when he's leaving and they've just had this like big fight and he's like, you will, you really do look beautiful. And I'm like, <laughs> Levi. Oh, Levi. That's, I, that's the scene I cried during. When... <laughs> okay. You're breaking his heart. <laughs> Let's hear this mixed bag because I think this is really interesting that this book had such like kind of varied t- uh, opinions. Mainly that they were also different from my own um, was upsetting to me. But Lori says, I read it and I liked lots of things about it. Levi was utterly delightful. Yes. Um, Truly, I just adored him. And I thought Joss was pretty great. Their friendship was so solid and believable. I was rooting for them from word one. I liked that the conflicts didn't seem overly contrived or impossible for the two of them to work through. But with that being said, I felt like Joss's decision to transition into, yes, we're doing this territory seemed a little lacking somehow, maybe. I also thought some of the efforts to tie this story into the world of the Winstons might have been a little forced. The Winstons as wedding singers just seemed a little silly, and yet I would have loved a bit more interaction with Jennifer at the bakery, just like Mama's saying. Um, she's like, having also read the first book in the Cypher Securities series, the interrogation the integration there felt a bit more natural. So I think it's something that will just vary throughout the Smarty Pants series as a whole. I was also pretty bummed to see that the story ended with the couple moving away from our beloved Green Valley until I realized the plot point tied into another series by Carla Sorensen. I did notice that because she has a series that is um, like about that football team. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Lori says, I really enjoyed her writing, so I've added the Washington Wolves series to my TBR list. Overall, I love the concept and excited to see how other authors contribute to this amazing penny-built world. If there are any titles in the Smarty Pants series that other Noyomos want to recommend, I'd be excited to hear thoughts and opinions, as would I, because I don't know. I really want to read all these books, but... You guys know how I how I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I'm. I I think I ended up with more feelings of joy, but I feel like I concur with most of that, Lori. Um, Natalie said I liked Baking Me Crazy and thought it was a cute read. I personally wanted a little more tension or build up between the two, or for something to grab me a little more. Shrug emoji. I loved seeing Levi's family as part of both of their lives. Oh, and I really love Joy, and I hope we get to read more about her. Yeah. 
Um, Jessica said, I really liked this cute book and thought it was a nice low slash no angst and feel good read. I listened to the audiobook. Why, hello again, Tennessee sex voice. Well, I know. I wanted to listen too, but it's hard <laughs> for me to listen when we're doing it for the podcast. So I might I have to listen to it later. And the narrators really brought Levi and Joss to life. There were so many sweet, cute moments in this book, and I thought the setup of Friends to Lovers worked especially well here. I loved Levi's thoughtfulness and how he gave Joss flowers and a bouquet of Twizzlers. <laughs> uh, and uh, the supporting characters were amazing. Levi's family was just wonderful. I really hope Joy gets a book because she is such a hoot. And it seems like the setup there for Grady and Grace Buchanan to get their own books, too. Overall, I enjoyed my first foray into the Smarty Pants romance universe, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the Donner Bakery series. See, here, too, is my crazy practical side. <laughs> when she decides to, like, go away with him to Seattle, I'm like, don't you need to give notice at your job? See, that's the kind of things that I think about. <laughs> it's a small I, town. She can, you know, her boss is Jen Sylvester. You just I call know, up but Jen. Still, it's like you can't just leave them high and dry. <laughs> anyway, Jen is going to be understanding about pursuing. I, I'm sure that she would be, but they never like follow through with that stuff. And I'm always like, mm, that kind of, you know. But that's me being super adultish. Yeah. Emily said, "I really liked it. Showing disabled people who are living and loving. I just really enjoyed it." Um, Kimberly said, I found it to be a quick and easy read, but thought it felt a little more young adult than contemporary romance, except for all that sex towards him. Hot sex. Um, the characters just seemed a little immature to me, and some of the situations mostly relating to the Winston slash setting felt contrived. I almost feel like I might have liked the book better without the Green Valley connections, and if they'd added another five years to the timeline. Now, mom, that might also, because you mentioned to me that I had built up perhaps your expectations for this book. And I think maybe if it wasn't tied to... To Green Valley and, and to, to Penny the, Reed, which are books verse. that we love so much, like maybe we would feel, some of us would feel differently. <laughs> Chris, it is fun though. I, I do agree that, like, the wedding singing was a little contrived, but it is fun just to see those peripher peripheral characters that we already yeah. know and love. Yeah. Um, Kristen says, Ellen, I loved this book set in mom's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound sarcastic, Kristen? <laughs> That's how you, always, whenever you love a book, that's how you say it. I, I, um, always, I do say it like that. <laughs> she continues. She says, Levi is a sweet and delicious cinnamon roll. Yes. yes he is. Joss is a badass. Yes. And I yes. relate to Joy's reactions to Cletus doing anything, like, you know, breathing. <laughs> um, unrequited love and friends to lovers is right up my alley. And Carla definitely bowled a strike with this one. And we already know how great the audiobook will sound with our favorite Tennessee sex voice narrating Levi's uh, perspective. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to this book. <laughs> um, yes, Kristen, I feel you so strong on all of those things. Um, Aida said, Baking Me Crazy is exactly what I needed to go back to Green Valley, which is a bit funny considering there weren't many mentions of the places we've read about before. The main characters were lovely, and my favorite thing about Joss is that she wasn't written as a withering flower. Levi was dreamy, and his family dynamics made me want to read about the Buchanan curse of how the 
how the Buchanan curse affected his relatives. I think there is a second chance romance coming for his brother, Hunter. Hunter. And cousins Grace and Grady will have their stories told as well. But if I were to choose whose book to read next, my pick would be Joy's. Only a very special man can make one forget about Cletus. I'm wondering... Because Joy is a bit older than them, right? Is that the feeling you got? Guessing? I don't know. I Maybe I, yeah. Joy and Hunter. Oh. That could and be a thing. That could be cute because and he's going to be kind of cynical about love and she's going to be super romantic. Super romantic and perky and cute and loving yeah. everything. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm actually on board. Carla, that's yours. Do that with me. Literally just today, I was hanging out with my husband, and he, we were talking about teeth, because I'm getting my teeth straightened, and um, he said, yeah, you're not going to look like a Cletus anymore, and he was making like a, like a hillbilly, like, (laughs) and I was like, you can't use that as a, you can't use that (laughs) name as a put down, because if you say somebody's a Cletus, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. really? (laughs) (laughs) Show me. Bring him on. (laughs) Um, <laughs> that's funny. Kristen, another Kristen, said, I thought this was cute and fine, but it didn't really wow me. I liked the writing. I also really liked the writing, I will say. She was very funny, and I, I thought it was lively and quick. Um, Kristen, sorry to interrupt you. She said, I liked the writing and the characters well enough, but the trope isn't my favorite, and the pacing was a little too slow for my liking. Not enough burn in the slow burn, LOL. I would read more from this author, though, and more Smarty Pants books for sure. Ashley said, I was so excited for the Smarty Pants books and Missing Green Valley so much, I think I hyped this story too much in my head and was somewhat disappointed. I forgot to remind myself before I started reading that Penny did not write this book, the Winstons were not going to be main characters, and Green Valley wouldn't be the same Green Valley. As someone mentioned above, it does come off a bit immature at times. I did appreciate the care she took writing about Joss's disability. That might have been my best part of the book. Overall, the book was fine. I wasn't upset I read it, but I was a little bummed I purchased it instead of waiting for Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, purchasing it. It wasn't very expensive. But... um. I guess that's, I don't know why, I really, really liked it though. I, so it's not like, but it just wasn't a love for me. I, um, and I don't know if it's because you went on and on about how great it was. But I you didn't, didn't even really. go on that much. I, I know, just said I liked it I'm, a lot. Calm down. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> but so I don't know why I, it's not a love for me, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I loved the characters. Anyway. Yeah. Go, go on, dear. Lisa says, this storyline was so refreshing. Joss being paraplegic was a storyline in itself, but as I read the book, I saw her for who she was and not just a character with a disability. Levi struggled to stay near Joss all these years for the chance that she might come to her senses and realize she was in love with him felt very honest. Also, Levi's creative ways to woo her were just adorable. He really knew her. This transition happened from high school to college and a short time after. Such a chaotic time in anyone's life. I think... Carla Sorensen did a good job portraying the emotions that young adults have. 
The supporting characters were great. When Joy slipped up and mentioned the need to replace a very private, intimate friend made me laugh out loud. The scene itself was funny, but the thought of what Cletus may have been thinking made me laugh harder. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Buchanan were a good pair of meddling parents. I would like to see more of them in any other books come out, or if any other books come out. My one complaint would be the Buchanan curse felt contrived. I believe this type of love at first sight behavior would be explained simply as people are just wired to fall hard and fast for love. It came across as magic realism, and I just don't think it was necessary. In the end, it didn't keep me from giving this five stars. I want more. Me too. And I, then... Um, I thought the curse part was kind of fun. It just... Was yeah. Kinda... Well, and it kind of makes... It's kind of like one of those, like, nature versus nurture things. Like, you have to kind of wonder if, like, growing up thinking that you're going to have the curse has more to do with it than, like, <laughs> actually there being a curse. Yeah. Um, Nara says... Nara. We've yeah, missed hi, Nara. Nara. Um, I really liked this book. I didn't love for some reason. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I love Levi. God, he's amazingly perfect. So wonderful, caring, and in love. Joss is a great character, such a badass. She's young and had so much on her plate already. The Buchanans are lovely. His mother having him run errands at the end just to trick him. Ha. Um, I get the conflict. Joss was not expecting for him to come on that strong, but she caught up quickly. I'm so curious about Joy because I'm not convinced she's in love with Cletus. Not He's not the kind someone falls for without spending quality time with him. I reckon she's in love with romance and romantic gestures, and her unrequited crush is um, someone else. She's a delightful side. Oh, yeah, I forgot that we had that. Like, what? she had mentioned that she had an unrequited crush. Interesting. Um, Nara says she's a delightful side character. At least I didn't feel as if I were back in Green Valley. Still, it didn't diminish my enjoyment of the book. And then finally, Elizabeth said, I liked the book, but didn't love it. Levi was kind of blah as a hero. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth. Agree to disagree. <laughs> um, she says, maybe too beta. Um, even when he took charge and finally told Josh he'd been pining for her for five years. Seriously, five years? He still left her alone to process her feelings. After so much yearning and buildup, I wanted and expected this guy to throw her up against a wall and kiss the hell out of her all night. <laughs> Well, they do that later. Um, Joss well, did try to do it that night, but she, <laughs> yeah, she's but... the one that backed off. <laughs> Joss was a fun character, and Joy was my favorite in the book. But even though I liked the writing style and it seemed to fit in well with the Pennyverse, the stakes weren't high enough to hold my interest. So, like I said, pretty mixed bag there. Um, no, like absolute hatred or anything. It's just kind of either a meh or a love. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So well, I really liked it. I um I don't think well there was something that there was a comment that she made that I besides the Levi thing that I didn't really agree with. Oh, him I think he realized the reason that he like laid it all on her and then walked away is because he realized that she needed the time to process. He knew her well enough to know that he couldn't sit there and badger her. He needed to let her know how he felt. And then walk away and let her yeah. deal with it, which is exactly how it played out. And um, I think it's just kind of a testament to his his knowledge, knowledge of, of her. her and what she and what her needs were. So, yeah. Um, mom, final thoughts on this book? Um, I I liked it. I um, I thought it was a fun read. I read it quick. I think I read it 
in like a 24 it hour span. It is a very quick yeah. read. Yeah, it's it's a quick read. It was a sweet story. Um, I liked them both, and I'm looking forward to reading more from yeah. the Green Valley. Um, I'm looking forward to reading more Green Valley. I'm really looking forward to reading more Donner Bakery. I'm looking forward to reading more Carla Sorensen. Yeah. Um, I really, I, I just found this book very joyful. Like, I just had a blast reading it. And like we've talked about, I don't know if I was just in a better mindset to read this kind of book than I have been to read other books that we've read read recently. But um, I just, uh, yeah, uh, this book just, I found it delightful. What? (laughs) To coin a phrase? (laughs) To coin a phrase. Um, Um, Yeah, I, I I thought so too. I'm just the eyelash away from loved, but I really, really liked it. So those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Baking Me Crazy by Carla Sorensen. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and our Instagram, which are both at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at NotYourMom'sRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you on... November 11th. Mom. Ellen. The day has finally come. (laughs) We get to read and then discuss Beard Necessities by Penny Reed. Thank the Lord. Um, I think it's going to be a long book, though, so we, we better be ready for it. Yeah. So, you know, power up, everybody. Start pounding those protein bars and uh, Gatorade, whatever you got to do to just power through this book. I'm so excited. Um, Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks, Mom. Thank you, Ellen. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.